My guest today is an art teacher at Perrysburg High School. We talk, we uh, nerd out about uh, national parks at the beginning of the episode, um, how she got into that, what what she, what really got into. I thought she was going to nerd out about her uh, pottery, but she, I guess we, that was most of the episode too, but we talked about national parks, talked about how she got to school, kind of changing what she liked there, how she got into teaching, um, her first teaching job, uh, talk about if she needs like the validation she needs from pottery and, and where she gets that from her pottery community, her family, her supportive family and, and um, how they help her, the different kinds of, of art, um, why she does what she does. And uh, interesting story at the end about a uh, friend of the show, Scott Buecher and the uh, interaction they had uh, when an alarm went off at the, at the junior high. So uh, enjoy this episode. It was great. Um, she was a, a wonderful guest, uh, and, and uh, thanks for uh, thanks for downloading. And uh, here is my guest. Hi, I'm Megan Yarnell, and this is the Nerdball Podcast. This is the Nerdball Podcast with Lorenzo Melcher. Perfect, Megan. Uh, thanks for coming on the podcast today. Thanks for having me. Uh, before we start, I want to say we are recorded at the Fort Meg's CrossFit Studios. If you want to know any information about the classes they offer, the different age ranges they have, uh, seven day, they have classes seven days a week for any skill level, check out fortmegscrossfit.com. Megan, I had recommendations for you to come on this podcast, so hopefully you live up to them. Oh, that's, a, that's, <laughs> that's kind of scary. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, the first thing, and I don't know uh, if people listen to to my podcast. I just assume people don't. So uh, when I have guests on, I tell them the first thing I have you guys do, or the first question I ask is, what's something you've been nerding out about? Something you're really into? If it's something that just started, if it's something you've been doing for years, the only thing, it can't be your job. Um, now, yours is a little different uh, because it kind of is your job, but um which I would think that that's what you would talk about. But if you have other things you want to talk about, feel free. But I mean, something. I can talk about pottery, but I think what I've been like pretty excited about lately um, are national parks. Okay. All right. Yeah, definitely. Let's talk about yeah. that. I, I work for the Metro Parks. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I know uh, that. So, yeah. yeah. Um, my husband and I like to travel a lot. So okay. we've got a trip coming up um, over Presidency Weekend. We're going to uh, Bryce Canyon National Park. Where's that at? It's in Utah. Okay. Uh, we went to Zion last Presidency Weekend, which is also in Utah. Okay. And, We've been um, to Crater Lake National Park, which is in Oregon. We've been to Alaska. We've been to the Pacific Northwest, like all up and down the coast. So it's just something. Like, oh, in Acadia National Park in Maine. So is this something that is more of a recent thing? Like, hey, I want to try to go to all these national parks, or is this something that? I think kind of. Um, we've always really been kind of outdoorsy, but then we we had kids and. You know, it's tough to get away when you have young kids, mm-hmm. but uh, his sister lived in Phoenix, Arizona for 10 years, and we used to go out there and visit them, and it's just gorgeous out there. Yeah. And we just figured out, like, oh, we could just, like, walk outside, and there's mountains yeah. that we can go hike on, like, right down the street. It's not Ohio. <laughs> yeah, and they lived a mile from, like, the South Mountain Range, okay. and there were all these trails, so we would just wake up in the morning, you know, because the time difference is weird, and so we'd be up super early, and we're like, well... Let's just go find, like, a new trail. And yeah. then we kind of branched out a little bit. We went to Sedona, went to the Grand Canyon, we went to Flagstaff, like, while we were there. Just, mm-hmm. you know, we're so close to all of these, like, great places. So we started out doing that. And then uh, we're both pretty, like, active people. We don't do very well sitting still for long. 
So I think like our, our both of our ideal vacations are something where we're going to do like lots of like active stuff during yeah. the day. We're going to see some cool stuff that like not everyone gets to see. And then we're going to uh, eat some good eats and drink some good drinks yeah. and do it all again the next day. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm going on vacation and that's what we've been planning. I I told my wife, I was like, there's some cool things. Like we're going to Florida. So there's some cool restaurants. And then there's like these clear bottom kayaks too. Oh, cool. And one of them is at night and they have LEDs in the, in the cool. kayaks and stuff. So yeah, that is cool. Um, so, so do you have like, uh, because you're going to these national parks and been into them, do you have like the maps and stuff where it's like, here's where I've been and here's, you know. Oh, no. No. No, I, I don't. I wanted to buy one for my dad because my dad. No, been into they, that they are very cool. Yeah. Um, I did put. Uh, I'm not like real into home decorating, which I think is probably surprising to some people because I'm an artist. Yeah. But it just is overwhelming to me. But I did make these like floating shelves in our family room, and I put um, photos just of all the really cool places that we've been. Um, just so I'm, like that's like kind of like my my little like national park scratch off, I yeah, guess. But. Yeah. It's just like actual photos. Do you do you? I know when we go on vacations, we always we always try to buy a Christmas ornament, like to commemorate like where we went. Do you besides those pictures? Is there something like, hey, I'm gonna I have these vials of dirt from each park or whatever? No, you know, that just... would have been a good idea if I would have like done that early on. Um, well, now you can go back. Right? I know I ha- I really like um, like rocks and seashells, so okay. I have like a rock and seashell collection, even though I'm a grown adult. But um, I. That's okay. I can't. I can't I tell you where Pokemon they're from, cards. though. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, my son likes Pokemon cards yeah, too. Yeah. yeah but he's nine. <laughs> <laughs> well, in fairness, I do have an eleven-year-old who we, okay. we collect yeah. them together. No, um, but I, I hate Pokemon. Cards. Really? Oh, because well, they're are they I everywhere? find them all over my yes, house, yes. and I don't know if you could die from hearing about Pokemon and like dif- the different like shape shifting <laughs> they can do. It feels like you could die listening to someone talk about the different Pokemons yeah. and like what they turn into. And mm-hmm. it's called Evolve, but yep. Okay, yeah. Wow, it's a lot now. Thank God, my son is obsessed with sports. Okay, yeah. which is like a little bit better mm-hmm. than having to hear about Pokemon all day. So um, I think my wife is doesn't get that be, doesn't get into that because we share it so he gives me all the information That's um nice. we did buy them and i don't know if you have these books these if if you don't like the information don't buy them the encyclopedias yeah. oh no he has them. yeah okay he has all right them. so yeah. that's so my son when he was younger um he would go through them and like page by page and talk and tell yeah. us about them and everything and i really like it because i i watched pokemon when i was in eighth grade like i like I, it so it's, just, it's just not my thing and that's fine that's yeah. fine um i I again, I don't know if I. It's hard to say if I would have done it if I didn't have kids, you know, because I was into Pokemon for a little bit. Um, I, I remember talking to my my wife just a few days ago when I was in. Gosh, I was probably seventh grade, sixth grade or seventh grade. We stayed the night at we had a sleepover with it was like me and four other four four other nerds, and. We stayed up all night playing N64, playing Pokemon Snap. And if you don't know what Pokemon Snap I is, I don't. it is a video game where the, the objective is to take pictures of Pokemon. That's the video game. And we played it all night. And then a new one came out a few years ago for the Switch. And I was so excited. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is my childhood again. But just to go through all this stuff again. And, and again, I may have been into it without my son, but it totally plays into it. Yeah, where he's I got find. some Pokemon game on his Switch that he yeah. plays and... Catches like the cool Pokemon, yeah, yeah. which yeah, I. <laughs> but lot. so a lot. so yeah. you're saying uh, sports, sp- the way you said sport, and your shirt is perfect. It says pottery is my favorite sport. 
Some um, of my uh, high school students got this for me for it? Christmas, and they were like, well, Mrs. Yarnell, we know you don't really like or play sports. I said, okay, okay. But I thought it was really cute that they yeah. – I love high school students. Yeah. But yeah. But yeah. so he's into sports now, which is, Loves you said, a little better. Sports. So, a little better. So you like, just, you're just not into sports at all either? I mean, I don't dislike sports. Yeah. I, but you don't have, like, favorite teams or anything? Uh, I like the Steelers, but I'm also not going to, like, rearrange my day to watch them play if they're yeah. not on TV. Yeah. Um, I, I grew up with it. My dad's from Pittsburgh, so my family's in Pittsburgh, but okay. I don't, like, get upset if they lose. I'm just not super competitive like that. Yeah. But, no, my husband and my son are – it's just – they're obsessed with sports. Yeah. It's every any any kind of sport. Like my, my son will always ask me, Can I turn on the TV and see if there's any sports on? And I'm like, No, dude. Just the vague. Yes. <laughs> like any sports at all. Really? Yeah. He likes football. Football's his favorite. Mm-hmm. But um he, he'll do basketball, baseball, yeah. other sports. <laughs> I don't know. So do you ever try to pull him into like what you're doing too? Is he is he interested in what you do? Um, he used to be more so, yeah. but you know, he likes, he tolerates art. Uh, I have like, you know, my studio in my basement. Mm-hmm. So my kids have grown up around it their whole lives. Um, yeah. My daughters are definitely more into it, especially my middle daughter. Um, my son will come down and like ask me if he can make, you know, stuff out of clay every once in a while, but he loses interest pretty fast, sure. which is fine. I'm glad he has his, he has his thing. Yeah. And, and because it's down there, they also probably take it for granted. Like, oh, I can do that whenever I want to, as, oh, long, yeah. as, as long as mom yeah. says it's okay. Yeah. You know? It's like not... It, it's not cool. They don't think it's cool. Yeah. They're like, oh, whatever, you know. It's just mom's pottery studio. Well, it's even yeah. not. It's it's less cool because mom does it, right? Yeah, probably. Yeah. And she's a teacher? Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> yeah. No, he's still like, do you think I'll, you'll be my teacher when I'm in high school? Uh, so he's not quite at that age where he's like too cool, but he's getting there. Yeah. So um, I coach high school kids, and, and you said, you like, what's your favorite thing about being a high school teacher? Because you were, you were in the junior high. Yeah, so right? I was at the junior high for know, like 15 years, yeah. and I loved the junior high too. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the, the ceramics job opened up, and I think I've been in this district for know, like 18 years, and this was the first time that a high school job opened up. So okay. I was really on the fence because I was happy at the junior high. Yeah, I liked that yeah. age. I liked what I was teaching. But – my degree's in ceramics. I mean, I have a background in ceramics. I have a pottery studio in my house. So I was like, ah, I feel like if I don't at least try this, I'm going to really regret it. Mm-hmm. And then I ended up just absolutely loving it. Yeah. So it was, I'm glad. I'm really glad. Um, I just think high school kids are just really fun. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're like people. I always say they're like cats. Like you just give them like some food and water and then every once in a while you give them some pets and they just kind of do their thing. And then when they do give you any sort of acknowledgement, you're like, <gasps> yeah. Don't scare the cat away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Junior high kids are more like like golden retrievers, where they need like a lot of crowd. It's crowd control. Yeah, like all day long. It's just yeah. crowd, classroom management. You know, <laughs> just they're busy. Yeah. Um, but high school kids are just more kind of like, oh hey, what's up? And yeah. then they just I, they they self start. They're motivated for the most part, mm-hmm. and they just they do their work and. You can talk to them, have like actual conversations. conversations. I feel like they're going to yes. remember some of the things that we do. Where like junior high, if you try and think back to junior high, like I can't, I can't even remember yeah. you know, anything about junior high. Yeah. So so let's go back a little bit. Let's um, figure out where you started from. So you you where did you did you grow up around this area? I did. I graduated from Perrysburg. You did. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um. So did you know when when you're in school? Is that when you started? Like, oh, I love ceramics. 
No, I actually did not like ceramics in high school. Oh. Um, Don Griffith was my teacher. Yeah, he was my He's teacher too. He's amazing. Yeah. Um, so I actually took took over when he retired. But um, I was I found ceramics really frustrating in high school. Okay. I didn't have the patience for it, and I don't know. There's not a lot of instant gratification. Like it's a it's a skill that you have to learn, and I like especially the wheel, which was just really frustrating. So I was there a particular was there any project that you like really no. enjoyed. No, and, uh, I really didn't. <laughs> so I mean, why'd you take it? You, liked you didn't it. have to, did you? No, I liked Mr. Griffith. He okay, was yeah. so great. He was and very cool. Did he still, I think, did he still play um, a hotel? Who's, who sings Hotel California? Oh, I don't I forget. know. He would always play know. maybe the Eagles. I don't know. He, I had him freshman year. I had him for art class. Yeah. And then again, I had him for ceramics. Same. That's, yeah. what, so that's why I took ceramics because I liked him so yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. I think I took every art class at Perrysburg. So that was just like on my on my list to okay. take, but I went to BG as a painting major. Oh, okay. Um, I actually got like a scholarship for watercolor painting. And then, really? yeah, I took one painting class at BG and it's all oil paint there. And I... Wait, so, so first of all, how does one get a scholarship for, for an art? So I'm assuming a, you just like got to submit things, right? Yes. Okay. It was a portfolio competition. Okay. So I had to prepare like a portfolio and then go to a portfolio review with one of the professors. Mm-hmm. And then you either, you know, you get recommended for a scholarship or you don't, or you, you're accepted into the program or you're not. Okay. So I got accepted in and recommended for a scholarship. And then I ended up getting a scholarship, which was really cool. Yeah. Um, but but you didn't know that it, that they didn't, so they didn't offer watercolor? Well, no, what? they, I mean, it was kind of like you, Watercolor, I guess, in the painting world is not considered like cool or good. Yeah, a good it's art, kind of like the lesser. Okay. So it's it's not like professional, yeah. I guess. I don't know. And also, the painting studio is really boring. Um, just <laughs> I, I think I think because you can do your painting at home, and yeah. so I had to take ceramics when I it was on you know part of the requirements for my major. And I was like, I'm just going to take this and get it out of the way. And then that studio was so much fun. There were people in there 24 yeah. hours a day. Like the facilities are, right. yes, okay. it was a community, but the facilities were like top notch. And I knew pretty quickly, I'm like, I think I want to do this. And so then I switched. So was there a requirement for your scholarship that you do certain things in certain classes? Did you lose your scholarship or were you able to No, take, like, I think it was only like a freshman year scholarship. So okay. by then it was, it was long gone. Okay, okay. So that's that's funny. That's that's cool that in high school you're like, no, this isn't my jam, and yeah. then you get there, and it, and it sounds like what turned you was the people there. The people originally did. So I started hanging out there more because I was okay. like, oh, this is a fun place to be, and then I was like, well, while I'm here, I might as well get some clay out yeah, and make yeah. something, and then like, you know, eventually I got better, and it wasn't so frustrating, and then I was like, no, this is really cool that I can make something that's art that you can use mm-hmm. at the same time, and. You know, it was unrestricted. You could just make whatever you wanted, whenever you wanted. And I thought that was really cool. Yeah. So initially, what was like, what was your first things that you enjoyed making? Because I would imagine it's like, hey, I want to make all these things. But what was I've always really liked the wheel. So in ceramics, there's like sculpture and then there's the pottery wheel. And Mm -hmm. I've always really liked the pottery wheel, um, which is what I do now. Um, I don't do really any sculpture except when I teach, I do sculpture. But um yeah, no, I was just like, this is really cool. Like, I can make as many pots as I want, and yeah. people can use them and, like, eat yeah. out of them and drink out of them, and I said, that was really neat. The kilns they have there, like, huge, and I don't know how to describe them. I mean, it's, like, it's, it's technical, boring stuff that you're not going to be interested <laughs> in, but, like, they, 
It's I didn't a, it's a realize. Yeah, I didn't realize like what I had until after I graduated, and then mm. I was like, oh, like I did a lot of glass blowing in college too, oh. and I've done glass blowing exactly once since graduating because it's crazy expensive yeah. and. Yeah, I mean, how do you get, yeah, how do you I almost it? minored in it because I was like, "Oh, this is so cool! What I, am I ever going to do with this?" I had a friend who who did that. Who yeah. at BGSU, she yes. did a glass blowing there. Uh, it is it is very cool. I get there was um, reality shows on Netflix. I think yeah, blown away. Watch. Yeah, yeah. yeah I I like the only my criticism of that show is that they don't show any of the cold working. So they show you making the piece, and then they put it in the annealer, and then it's on this beautiful pedestal for the judges to look at yeah. and like a whole giant part of the process that they're missing is all of like the polishing and the grinding and like the oh. finishing of the piece. And they don't show any of that because it's boring. Cause it's boring. It's yes. boring. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Yeah. That's, um, so I, when you were talking about the sculptures and I remember one sculpture, it still terrifies me. I had to make a self sculpture. Yeah. I had uh, to make the oh my gosh. Yeah. It's so terrifying. No, I know they're super Is that creepy. my parents' yeah. house? Yeah. It's at my, at my parents' <laughs> house too. And I, it's in the basement. Every time I'm like, Oh my God, why do you have this still? <laughs> did you, yeah. did you, cause mine wasn't colored. I don't know if I ran out of time. I think time we just did like a solid to... glaze on it. Okay, so it was just right. like one, but it was like not like a, a realistic color. It was like splotchy or something mm. creepy looking. Mine was just yeah. white. Like it did, like it looks like the table. Like okay. it did, yeah, but I didn't remember if I just ran out of time. Another one we did the coil sculpture. Yep. I remember I was in that class and Joe Fatica, he took a ball of clay. I was almost done. Took a ball of clay, threw it. It hit my scu- my <laughs> sculpture, and, and Mr. Griffith just is like, "Well, just redo it." I'm like, "Wait, he's not yeah. going to get in trouble?" Yeah. <laughs> he just threw a ball at me. <laughs> I, I was so sad. Oh. I worked so hard. <laughs> Uh, so when you're in college, is there is was the whole time your thought was like, well, I'm going to be a teacher, or was there, or where did that? Happen? I don't remember really thinking that much about it. I don't know. So <laughs> I don't know if that's normal for that age, but I just kind of like was like, huh, you know, I'll figure this out as I go. And, yeah. I and think that's completely normal. For that. Yeah. Okay, that's good. <laughs> and so I did my student teaching, and I was like, oh no, I really like this. Mm-hmm. So that's when I knew. I think when I did my student teaching, you know, the eleventh hour, like, no, this is actually what I want to do. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to ask yeah. you how far along were you? Were you, you're like, oh, okay, I'm doing this, and next month I'm graduating, and we're done. Yeah, pretty pretty far yeah. along. Yep. Although I did dress up as an art teacher for Halloween when I was nine. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what? What would that look like? So I had like a beret, okay. and I had an apron, <laughs> and my mom puffy painted art teacher on the apron, and I had um, like markers like in the pocket. You know, it's a good costume when they when you have to write what the costume is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. My son was a goalpost for, for really? Halloween this year. And I was like, I'm not like a crafty mom. And I know yeah. people are like, oh, but you're an artist. It's yeah. totally different. I owe 100%. Um, yeah, I'm not Pinteresty. I'm not crafty. But so I got him um, like a yellow sweatshirt and yellow sweatpants <laughs> and a hat. And I glued a football to the hat. And whenever people were like, what are you? He put his arms up like a goalpost. Oh, yes. You go, touchdown. <laughs> it was well, that's good. It's interactive. He has yes. to move around. No, right? Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's perfect. My, my wife... Um, she doesn't do any of that type of stuff, Pinterest type stuff for her job. She works in an office for healthcare, but she is so good at that stuff, oh, and it I'm amazes not. me. Like I, she, um, I think when Mateo was probably three or four, he was ro- uh, Rubble, Rocky from Paw Patrol, whatever the yellow one is, the construction guy. I think it's Rocky. 
completely like she took a lion costume and cut it up, moved it around, did whatever, and completely made this costume. It was yeah, amazing. that's amazing, and that's not me. Yeah, at all. and like, and you're right. People are yeah, probably like, "What like, do you mean? You no. make these awesome things, and you can't?" Yeah, it like really stresses me out. Yeah, yeah. Does it stress you out because people think that of you, and you know that? I just know I'm not good at it. Okay. All yeah, right. and I, I don't know. I'm not interested in it. Like I don't want to do crafts. Yeah. I, yeah, it's it's very different. I think the, it's a very different like part of your brain. I think. Yeah. Can you sew? Do you sew? No. Um, but so I did um, – so I'm pretty sure I have ADHD. <laughs> I've never been diagnosed because it wasn't really a thing when I was in school. Yeah, 100%. But yeah. um, I've been told I'm annoying my entire life. And, <laughs> and it turns out that it's probably just – I know I'm annoying and I can't like – I can't stop it. Yeah. Because I, I know like I interrupt people. I It's hard for me to like carry a conversation on. I jump all over the place. Um, do people tell you you're loud? I'm very loud. I've been told okay. that I'm a loud talker my entire life also. And the only reason um, I ask, I, I don't think you're loud, <laughs> but I can tell you, you're you aware of it because of how far off your mic, and I I don't have to tell you to scoot up to the mic because yeah. you're, you're projecting and it's perfect. So Good. Well, that's but, good. But that's, I was just curious. Like, So yeah. so anyway, so with the ADHD, like, um, there's this thing called hyperfocus, and my parents always told me, like, you don't, you don't have this. You don't have this because yeah. I can read, and yeah. I read, like, I think I read over 100 books last year. Like, I love to read, and... They said because I could sit and read a book. Um, no, that's not. It. That doesn't fit with ADHD. Well, I wanted to do a project with. I have one intro to art class too, which is like the general art that it's like a. That's what everyone takes before mm-hmm. they take the electives. So I wanted to do like an embroidery project with them, but I didn't know how to embroider. So I got books from the library and I taught myself how to embroider. Um, and I sat there for like seven or eight hours and I taught myself ten different embroidery stitches. Um, <laughs> Which is not normal, but I learned how to do it. So I don't sew, but I did teach myself in one day how to embroider. Do you do any of that now? No. Or is it just that for that no. one day? That's you another fun thing about hyperfocus sometimes. It's like, <laughs> this was very interesting to me for like the eight hours that I was learning it. And mm. now I'm like, eh. I do that. And I talked about that with uh, Mr. Hilt when he was on here about all these different things he gets involved in. And he was like brewing beer and, and cooking and that kind of stuff. I go, I'm like that too. Yeah. And I was, and when I first started this podcast, I thought that's what this is going to be like. Like, oh, I'm going to be into it for a, a year at most and then I'm going to be done with it. And uh, sometimes I feel that way, but I do get like, want to do these things. And it, I got to invest a little bit in it. Like, all right, well, I guess I'm done with this. Like, we'll, we'll yeah. move on to the next thing. Uh, but my wife is very good at cultivating anything I want to do. And she's like, all right, well, let's keep doing it. And then when I'm done with it, she's like, she, maybe in her brain, and she doesn't tell me. Where I was like, well, that's just one of these things that he's going to be done with it in a yeah. little bit or whatever. But she doesn't tell me. So. so my husband is the exact opposite. He's never had like an impulsive thought in his entire <laughs> life. Um, he's a very analytical and plans everything out. Mm-hmm. Um, we have very very different personalities in some way, but like we're we're very similar in other ways. So it's well, it works out. Like yeah, no, it does. It especially does. if there's I don't want to call them deficiencies, but if there's something you're not good at or he's not good at, it sounds like the other one can kind of pick yes. up for that, right? Yeah. Can can he is he uh, Pinterest? Like can he do no, that kind of stuff? Not well, both your kids are not at just all. Gonna suffer yes. them, huh? Yeah, no, they are. They are. <laughs> They're gonna be like the ones with like the Amazon, you know, Halloween costumes yeah. and, or usually for Halloween, I'm just like, go find something downstairs. Cause like we have all these costumes and dress up clothes. And I know yeah. some people get like really into holidays and that is also not me at all. Not at all. No. Huh? No. Do you have, I mean, you at least have like a tree and ornaments. Oh right? yeah. Yeah. We have a tree. And, just min- like yeah. st- enough for the kids to be like, yes, yes, it's Christmas time. Yes. Okay. 
Yeah, my um, my wife got into gnomes this year oh. for, for Christmas. And I think it was by accident. Like she bought this like family, and then we ended up with an eight foot blow up gnome in the front yard. Oh, wow. You know, so um, that's a that was a new thing. But I enjoy Christmas, and she I think she enjoys it too. Like putting the stuff up. It's a one day thing. Like we're gonna put everything up, and then it's, yes. it's not. We don't have that much stuff. Uh, but there's not. Is there any holidays that you get in, like you like at all or get mm. into? No, no. Flag day. Really. Flag day is my birthday. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Okay. Right. Um, yeah. No, yeah. I don't know. I mean, like, I'm, I don't dislike them. I just don't really. Well, you talked about yeah. Well, you talked about even decor at your house too, right? Yeah, like, that's just not my thing. Yeah. I have like a few things that I do. Like I have um, a big collection of pottery. Yeah. Uh, that I've traded and I bought. So my dad, um, who's really, really like amazing. I grew up in like a family that valued the arts, and my dad's done all sorts of different art, and he's a, he does a lot of really great like woodworking things. And he made me these shelves um, for my mugs. So I think I have four, five shelves now, yeah. and they're really cool. And they take up like an entire wall of my dining room. So I like that. I yeah. like my I, my seashell collection that okay. I have also displayed on the wall. Um, I like my photo frames. Yeah. Well, you still like it's it's your decor. Some yes. other people might not like it, but screw it. Like I house. grew up in a house where it was like very everything was very perfect and the decor was very well thought out. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, like I have like my kids' artwork and school papers like hanging up all over my yeah. kitchen, like on the cabinets and stuff. But that that makes me happy. I like to see yeah. that stuff. So. Do you do you find it difficult to when the kids come home with stuff every day, do you, oh find, my it, God. Do you find it difficult to like get rid of stuff? No. Yeah, my I wife's the same way. I love getting rid of stuff. My, my, yes. my, if my wife would show me something and then she, yeah. she would put it in a discard pile, I was like, well, how come that did? Because she does save yeah. some stuff. No, I save some stuff. Right? But, but they she bring has a criteria. Home so much. Yeah. And then they'll call me out on it too. They're like, yes. where did this go? And I was like, I just tell them. I'm like, I threw it away. Yeah. I mean, it's been sitting on the counter <laughs> for days now. Yeah. yeah. The, uh, my daughter found one something in the garbage one time. It was like, Mom, why'd you throw this thing away? It's like, there's a lot of stuff. You guys yeah. have a lot of stuff. Yes. My mom saved it's too much. My mom everything. also saved everything. And then she, they both, her and my dad, get mad when we don't want it. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't need a, te- a spelling yeah. test from third grade. Right. But, you know, yeah. But so they they brought these giant tubs out. We went through them, and I think I took one percent of what was in there. And my parents were like, you did it wrong. I was like, I don't want <laughs> yeah. this stuff. Yeah. If you guys get rid of yeah. it or just give me the tub and I'll get rid of it if you don't want to get rid of it. Every time my kids go to my parents' house, they come home with like bags <laughs> stuffed full of things that my mom gives them. And then I just bag it back up and I take it right back over there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my mom saved every toy I had from when I was a child. <laughs> and she has set up this like – they have like a loft in their house. Mm-hmm. And she has set up all of these toys for the girls. And yeah. they – I mean they love going over there and yeah, playing with it. yeah. But it's yeah, it's I'm not saving Mm-mm. all of the toys. I, I save I save some stuff, and I have some stuff um, where I used to record in my basement, and the video would would show this wall of it's just sports stuff everywhere. My dad would buy all these weird knickknacks and Wheaties boxes, and you know, uh, Coke cans with logos and all kinds of stuff. You know, so I have all that stuff, and I can't even put all of it up because my kids are in the basement and they do stuff in there, right? Yeah. So eventually I'll have all my sports stuff up. So that's – I have things that I save, you know, and, and I want to display. Um, I also don't have my own space until until they're done messing around down there. Yeah. Because stuff would get broken, you know. I'm sure right. I'm sure things have been broken, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, I, I find it uh, 
I thought it was it was cool. You you talked you were talking about when we first talked about you going to school for art and stuff, and how you like pottery and, and we're we're drawn to ceramics and that kind of stuff. Because I think the cool part of that is it's something you can use as opposed to just staring at, right? Uh, and you know that, and you know if you give somebody something, they can use it, or or hopefully they use it. Maybe they just put it on display and they stare at it. But um, the intent is to to be used, I would imagine, right? Yes. Are there things when, that you make, you're like, this isn't going to be used, this is specifically for this thing? No, I hope not. Um, I think, like, with my pottery, like, I want it to be, like, somebody's everyday coffee cup or something that somebody uses a lot. Yeah. So there's, you know, there's definitely pots that I own or, or artists that don't, you know, they make very intricate things that maybe would be like a special occasion kind of like like wedding china or okay. whatever. And yeah. I that's not what I want to make. I want to make something that that you feel comfortable using and you're not afraid that's going to break and yeah, so as I every day stuff. Yes, yeah. I want people to use my my work. Are there um what was I going to say? Do people ask you for 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 that kind of stuff though? Like, hey, or do people ever ask you to make particular things? Cuz I yes. know I know with art and and I and I have I have tattoos and I've gone to the same artist and I tell him what I want and I don't tell him how to do it because I'm not the artist mm-hmm. and whatever he comes up with I'm like yeah that's your art you're just putting it on my body um, are there people that tell you like I want specifically these things and and do you feel like you have to do it yes or? and no I don't do commissions okay, good. Um, okay, I cool. some people love commissions I hate them they really stress me out I feel like a lot of times people think they know what they want, but they really don't. Mm -hmm. It takes me so long to make pieces. And I have a lot of, um, there's, there's reasons behind everything I do. Like there's a lot of information in all of my designs. They're not just, you know, like pretty flowers or something like there's depth there. And I don't want to just make like a pot with someone's dog on it. So that's just not me. There's a lot of people that enjoy that. I don't, I also, because I have three kids, I don't have a ton of time to make yeah. so i can't promise you like oh yeah i can get you this pot by this this yeah. time well, what if people were because with same thing with tattoos i just say here are the flowers i want i don't care what they look like what if someone says can you make me a pot i just want these flowers on it whatever no nothing no, <laughs> no i don't know fine. like i just no that's I, fine i was just curious i really wanted to make work that had meaning and mm-hmm. not just you know something that was pretty so it's important for me that like my designs have you know thought behind them and I, yeah, I don't no, know. It's good. just something that no. I enjoy. Like, I I really, I like visual research. I like looking at different things and trying to come up with, like, a way that I want to, you know, portray this idea. Yeah. But, I, yeah, I'm not real. I, yeah, no, I don't know. I guess well, I, some people do. But. Yeah, and, and I, you know, you understand why. But I think it's good that, well, here, no, here's what I do. If you don't like it, well, then go yeah. somewhere else, you know, because I, I think that's. Too many times people are like, uh, I'm going to sell out or these people want to yeah. do this or people want to do that. And if you can just stick to what you want to do, <clears throat> like this podcast, I want to do what I want to do. And if someone were to tell me, was like, well, you should do it this way or that way. It's like, well, then start your own podcast because this right. is what I do. You know, and I think yeah. that's the same way with, with the art you have. It's like, well, yeah. this is what I do. If you don't like it, I'm sure there's somebody out there. Or maybe yeah. you would say, hey, this person does that. Why don't you go to them? You know but I think I mean? a lot of people don't really understand yeah. what I do. So, and that's fine. I know it's a niche. It's not like something that ever, people are like, oh, yeah, I'm very familiar with pottery. You yeah. know? I know a lot about <laughs> it. Um, so I, I don't, bugs. like, I just kind of, you know, it, it, I have my community that mm-hmm. does understand what I do. Yeah. And they're the people that I get, you know, my, my validation from, yeah. I guess. Yeah. So, 
Yeah, I, I commissions are not not my thing. Well, that's cool. Yeah. yeah, I had like a a reel on Instagram that was pretty popular, and after that, I had all these people asking me to make like Star Wars mugs, <laughs> oh, and, no. and and I was like, oh man, I don't know. Like if you if you've looked at any of my pieces, they're very like botanical. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I don't know if they don't really give off Star Wars vibes. <laughs> so, yeah. That's why I like. But then them. you I'm say a- no, and you look like a jerk. And I don't want people to think I'm a jerk. Like, no, I'm I'm above doing commissions, and I'm not. I just don't. I just don't want to do that. Well, yeah. Well, <laughs> and, and, but you're 100 right. You could say no in the nicest way, yeah. and people are still going to take it. However, well, you made me feel this way. It's like yes. I'm sorry. I just yeah. I don't do that stuff. You know. Do do people who do what you do pottery? Is there like a if you look at something, you're like, oh, that person made that because I can tell. Oh, why. yeah, for sure. Is there really? Yeah. So what is your thing then? Like, do you, so do you know? all of my work is inspired by human interaction with nature. And I don't know, like I'll tell you about uh, there's one design that I do um, that has like poppy flowers on it. And that's um, inspired by the war on drugs. Yeah. So the there's like these little decals on it that look like flowers, but they're actually made from the dollar symbol because the war on drugs is the most expensive war uh, that we have ever fought. Yeah. And without getting too political, like it's not the most effective war either. No. Um, and the the poppies are like the opium poppies. Yep. Um, I have been to I think six funerals for people who have died from opiate addictions. This just took a dark turn. I no, guess. that's fine because my no, but, my, my um, brother passed away from yeah. No, and, and it's yeah. it's awful. It's yeah. awful. It's a big problem, especially around this area. And I'm sorry about your brother. Also, oh, no, thank it's, you. It's horrible. Thank you. Yeah. Um. So I wanted to make work that also had meaning infused in it. Um. The there's like the poppy seed pods, and they're supposed to represent jail bars because the United States has a pretty high incarceration mm-hmm. rate for for drug offenders, and I don't. No, if I really believe that's the solution. Uh, I um, agree with you. I don't think so. To I just put them in either. jail where yeah. I, I believe addiction's a disease. Mm-hmm. And I, I grew up, yeah. I, my brother passed away from an overdose. My mom was an alcoholic for a long time. She's been clean for a while now. But that's where I learned, I learned it from my mom, right? So yeah. she, she told me, she's like, it's not like, and, and you can tell people it's a disease. Like, no, it's not. They can quit whenever they want right. to. I was like, no, it's in your brain yeah. that's making you do this stuff. And there's a lot of others. There's cancer in your brain that makes you do things or, or make you feel a certain way. It's the same yes. way. It's just it's just people see all the negatives, like all the negative stuff because it is a lot of negative stuff. And they're like, oh, well, they can be, I don't drink and I don't do drugs. Okay, well, you don't have that in your brain then, right? right? You, you have something else. Especially opiates. Know? I think they actually like rewire your brain yeah. to... Yeah think and act in a certain way that you just need more and more and more. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, you know, with the, with the D.A.R.E. program and stuff in school, you're always taught a certain thing. Yeah. And obviously the way we've been trying to, like, fight this problem isn't working. Yeah, so we got to do something else here. Yeah. Let's try something else. And I'm not, I mean, so I just make pottery. It's, <laughs> it's my way of, like, Kind of understanding and also like yeah. hopefully it's subtly infused with enough meaning that maybe it inspires thought as you're using it. Yeah. Well, I think too, it's especially because of what you make. It Was that a mug? Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, I mean, I put that design on a lot of different things. Okay. So, so let's just say for, for my example, people are using this mug. They're seeing it every day, mm-hmm. right? It's something and it just, and even if they, 
don't know exactly what it is, maybe they start looking into it a little bit more. Or because it's a mug, it's a smaller thing. They get, they they can't yeah. just like look at a big thing and see this thing. They have to actually like look at all these little things in it and see you know all these different meanings. And I think that's that's the good part too is you can go to a museum and see that thing that you put on the mug on a print and see it, but then you're gonna see it one time. But now these people get to see it all the time. Yeah. Or and other like with, people get to see it. Like pottery's so personal too because you really have to interact with it to use it. You know, mm-hmm. like you're holding it, you're drinking out of it. Yeah. It's like an intimate thing. Yeah. How uh are any of your family members tired of getting mugs for Christmas? Um I made my dad <laughs> a mug after I graduated from college and it said like this mug was like I don't even like twenty thousand dollars. This is a twenty thousand dollar mug. Um, the, they, he always joked about you know paying money for me to go to college just to make pots. Yeah. But um, uh, I make them stuff sometimes. I I don't usually like give people things unless they ask for it because I don't like force it on them. Sure, but, sure. Yeah, I I don't. My family's very supportive. Yeah. But like I said, I don't expect them to be like I'm not getting my validation from them. Yeah. So. Um... Them being supportive, obviously, that's that's really all you need from them, right? Yeah. That, hey, cool, do it. Um, does it feel any different when they are, like, when they do, like, get really interested in it or a particular thing or anything? Or I don't know it... if that's really happened. I mean, yeah. they get excited for me, you know, when I'm accepted into things. Yeah. And yeah. they they, but I don't think they really understand what I do. And that's fine. Like, I don't they expect don't them to. Because, right? like I said, it's, an, it's a niche. It's a weird, yeah. it's a weird thing where if you're not, like, in the pottery world, you know, it's kind of like, oh, it's cool. It's cool you do pottery. This this conversation is very enlightening to me. Not just like obviously I don't know anything about pottery besides my high school classes, um, but also that it makes me feel good to like. It also makes me think like I don't need. I'm doing. I've learned for a long time. I'm doing my podcast because I want to do it. Yeah. Like it's fun if people listen. Cool if they don't. Whatever. Um, but it makes me feel better feeling that way. Hearing you say, um, I don't really care. What other, this is my thing and I want to do my thing. Uh, it makes me feel validated that I'm doing my <laughs> I'm thing. I'm you know glad I can mean? do that for you. <laughs> yeah. So, so it, it's when, when, when I talk to people about it or even talking to Joel Katie and, um, uh, oh, who's the other guy? Why he was on my podcast too. And I can't think of his name right now. They do the, the, the Jack of sports podcast, oh, yeah. Jack. Um, he, Joel would come up to me in football practice, like coach, someone, someone, uh, sent me a message saying that they listen to the podcast. I go, doesn't that feel good? He goes, yeah. I go, and even if it's one person that says, oh, I, this particular thing, that means they're listening. He goes, it feels so good just someone to reach out to say like, yeah, I listened to it. You guys did a really good job. You know? Yeah. And again, if it's if it's five people, a thousand people, whatever, I just know someone's listening to it. And and, and even, again, if they don't, I'm having fun. Uh, hopefully the people that come on here have fun. And, and that's all I care about. You know, and, and it's again, it's good to hear you. Like, I'm having fun. My community yes. is awesome. My my husband is, you know, there too. Like, it's, yeah. it's he's all, very supportive. He's not yeah. an art person, but like yeah. he he'll like he like built me like a a table for my. I have a thing called a pug mill that like helps recycle the clay. So okay. he built me a table for that. He wired up both of my kilns for me. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So he's and he. I mean, he gets excited for me, but again, like. It's not. It's it's a it's a weird niche, and it's not yeah. his niche. So well, I, that that just reminded me. It's the same thing when I tell my wife, like, "Oh, I got fifty subscribers on YouTube now," and she's <laughs> like, "Yeah." And my daughter's like, watches YouTube, and she's and uh, my son too. And I tell them, and and <laughs> I remember telling my daughter, "I have fifty subscribers," and she was and she looked at my wife, and I heard my wife go, "Just tell him congratulations." <laughs> 
the one thing, like, especially with my students, you know, they'll, they, they see my pottery, they're like, oh yeah, that's cool. But they're very impressed. Um, or maybe not very impressed. They're slightly impressed by the amount of Instagram followers I have. Yeah. 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 yeah Cause it's over 30,000, right? Yeah. Something like that. Right. Uh, how do you feel about that? I think it's really cool. Yeah, I, I, when yeah. I started, you know, doing this, um, I never thought in, I never thought that I would be able to reach this many people. And, you know, I know there's a lot of people who say things about social media and definitely it has its pros and cons. But with Instagram, I can interact with artists that I never would. I, I would see, you know, before Instagram, it was like you would get like a magazine, like a pottery mm-hmm. magazine. You would see photos in it. Um, you didn't really have a way of seeing, you know, other people's work. Even yeah. you could look online, I guess, at galleries, but it was more of like a static thing. And and then Instagram came and there these artists have their Instagram. You can actually talk to them. You yeah. can ask them questions. How did you do this? Um, I've got like a couple group chats on Instagram with other other pottery nerds and uh, we can, you know, bounce ideas back and forth because there's not a lot of local pottery people here. Yeah. I mean, there's some, but most of my pottery friends live all over the country and, and in different parts of the world even. Mm-hmm. But this, it's just, it's a really cool way to, I, I mean, I had one video I think that had like 6 million views, which is crazy <laughs> to me that 6 million people saw like yeah. me working on a pot. Like yeah. that, that's not... <laughs> Are you on TikTok? I am. Um, I don't do as much with TikTok because, like, when I watch TikTok, I want to see like dumb videos. Yeah. Like, I I resisted TikTok for a really long time, but then like during COVID, I just needed something mindless. Mm-hmm. I actually I don't have a Facebook. Like, I I have a a pottery Facebook, but I don't have like a personal page because it was just starting to make me lose faith in humanity. Sure. But yeah. I just like needed um something that was just a mindless like. Whatever. So I don't watch a lot of art things on TikTok. My TikTok is very different. I feel like Instagram's trying to compete with TikTok because mm-hmm. they're doing their reels and yeah, whatever. Yeah. But um, I use both things for different reasons. I um, so my my TikTok is nothing. It, whatever I'm interested in on TikTok is just TikTok stuff. Yes. Like um, I like. It hasn't come up a lot, but people, I think it's, they're mixing silicone, different silicone colors on this thing that spins. spins oh, like the, the, the cups. Yeah. The, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. And, and that's cool. <laughs> and it sounds cool. Um, I've got, I've gotten into like police, uh, um, auditing videos where, oh. so they're called like these people who have cameras and they're like filming a police station and then police come out and like, hey, what are you doing? You know, basically tell them that they can't do it. And it's like, hey, this is all public property. This, so it's it, they're called auditors. Okay. Um, but basically, they some of them make their living like getting arrested and then suing cities oh and gosh. municipalities because cops don't know what they're doing yes. all the time. Um, so a lot of those videos pop up. Uh, there's very I like sports, but there's very few sports stuff on TikTok. I just like all that dumb stuff. I don't know? see any art on my TikTok. I yeah. see a lot of like funny mom ones, funny teacher ones, yeah. some cat ones thrown in there. Uh, and then everything on my Instagram is art. So yeah. Everyone I follow is an artist. And uh-huh. or, and then I have like people I know in real life on there yeah, too. Yeah. But it's it's um Instagram is so much better because than Facebook because Facebook is a lot of words and Instagram yes. is is made for. Found pictures. myself like knowing that I was going to get mad when I looked at Facebook, <laughs> and just reading the comments yeah, and yeah. I just was like, no, I think it's time for a break. Yeah. And so I, it was probably like six months ago that I I deactivated it and I haven't really haven't missed it at all. Yeah. Yeah. I I always think about that, but I need social media to promote my podcast, and now I run. Um, my own personal 
accounts on three different social media sites. This podcast has has accounts and my other podcast with my dad friends that I do has so I have three different accounts for yeah. on on all these social media things that I I have like my pottery website or my pottery Facebook page. Mm-hmm. I just don't have a personal one. Yeah. But that just cross posts. So like everything I have like Instagram set up so whatever mm-hmm. I post on Instagram just automatically posts on Facebook. Yeah, I don't have enough followers on my podcast pages so I I got to constantly share it with my personal yeah. page just cuz I mean, I'm not going to make people like the page. It'd be nice if they did. Yes. You know? So I haven't got there where I can get rid of my other personal one because I use that right now as right. as a way to get people to listen to the podcast. So eventually, you yes, know, we got to get that way. Goals. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so when, I think we stopped talking about, when you decided you want to be a teacher, you went through your, um, um, what's it called when you're te- uh, teaching? Student teaching. Student teaching. Did you get a job at Perrysburg right away? I didn't. I actually got hired at Northwood okay. um, Middle School. So I taught there for a year. Um, I was only part-time, so I taught four different classes, um, but I didn't get a lunch or a planning period, and I made <laughs> um, $13,000 to do that. And so, and I, I loved it there. It's very sure, different from yeah. Perrysburg. It's just a different, uh, the kids are, it's just, di- it's different. Yeah. Um, but I, it, it was a great learning experience for me. Um and then a job opened up at Perrysburg Junior High, so I applied for that, and I, I got that job, and I actually, I coached for six years. Oh, um, what would you coach? I coached cross country. Okay, nice. Uh, yeah, and I was not a runner um, prior to that, yeah. but when they called me uh, after the interview, the principal at the time said, hey, I just have one more question for you. How would you feel about coaching running? And I said, hey, I can't run, but... <laughs> I, I just run. need a job. Yeah, yeah. And so I got the job and I became the cross country coach and I was terrified the kids would figure out that I couldn't run. Yeah. So I started running and I hated it so much. Um, and then one day I didn't hate it. So since then I've actually run five half marathons. Oh, wow. I know. I really like running now. I'm not fast or anything, but I like, it's like, it was like meditation. Like I'm yeah. not good at like normal meditation because I have a really hard time sitting still. Mm-hmm. But um, when I run, you just kind of like get into that zone and it's just like my mind. It's one of the only things that makes my mind just like go yeah. blank. So I love, I love running. Um, so I coached for six years, loved coaching. Um, then I had kids and it's, it's tough to coach with young kids. Oh, yeah. Um, so took a break from that, but you know maybe someday in the future I'd like to get back into that. I know they're always. Um, I coached track in junior high for a while. I know they're always looking for coaches yeah, there because there's like twenty five track coaches. <laughs> there, there is a lot. There's a lot. Uh, I started at Rossford uh, coaching a shot and disc, and we were allowed five coaches if we had over seventy five kids uh, at Rossford, which was a little more difficult to do. Then at Perrysburg, when it was like we take like three or four buses to track meets, yeah. um, but I remember the, our job, and I wasn't in the school. The other the other coaches were teachers at Rossford, and they would tell me like we we recruit, 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 so we can get this fifth coach paid. Um, and then when we're done recruiting, and we get to that point where here's the line, you're good. Here's your fifth coach. Then that's when we make practices really hard to see if we can get kids yeah. quick. <laughs> yeah, we started out. I think uh, Justin Baddock, um, who's now teaching in. Like Mackinac Island or something, oh, and like a yeah, they, he moved up there last year. Um, but so him and I coached for six years together, and we started out with like thirty kids, and we ended up with over eighty. Yeah. Which you know at the time you're like, oh wow, this is really great for the program, and then you're like, wait a second, what are we gonna do with all these kids? And yeah. there's just two of us. 
but we had a lot of fun. Yeah, it, it is a lot of fun. It's it's it teaches you a lot too, especially because I wasn't a teacher. I'm not a teacher. Yeah. So like having to some days I would turn to the teachers like, how do you do with these kids all day, and then come out <laughs> here and do this, you know? So I, I get just enough. I think I I think I would have enjoyed being a teacher. Um, I initially went to school for construction, and then I was gonna be a history teacher, and then I decided not to do it. Um, but it is a difficult thing to be dealing with kids all day um with all these different minds and different personalities and like I, I it's hard dealing with my two kids that are completely yeah. different you know and it can be kind of mentally exhausting i don't know if my husband always gets that because his job is very different than mine but mm-hmm. you know i tell him like i'm on all day um performing all day you yeah. know i have my planning period and i have my lunch <clears throat> but then i have six classes and it's it can be like mentally taxing, um, but it's never boring. Oh, it's never 100%. boring. Um, it's there's a lot going on all the time, and I, I don't. I actually I really like my job, so it's. I look forward to it. I like being there. I really like the kids. Um, it's a pretty sweet gig. Do you feel like your whole personality can come out when you're at, when you're teaching? <laughs> I think I have to tone it down a little bit, but um, <laughs> I think a lot of it comes out. I always tell the kids that uh, there's two different kinds of crazy. Um, there's fun crazy and there's scary crazy. Yeah. I am fun crazy. <laughs> um, yeah. I just think I always – I remember that's those are the teachers I got like <laughs> I liked the most when I could feel their personality. I think at the time when you're a high school student, you don't know what it is, right? Yeah. But I could – like there was an English teacher – um, I had who not a lot of people liked, um, but I really liked her. She was older. God, I wish I remembered her name. Um, I had her twice, sophomore year and senior year. But she she just let us. First of all, she let us do what we wanted. Like we 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 did what we were supposed to do, but she let us do it how we wanted to do it. Right. I think uh, my friends and I made a video when we were studying Julius Caesar. Um, we made a movie of Julius Caesar. We had to cut it to fit in a 50-minute class period. Like, it was just legit, like, <laughs> production we did. But she let us do it and because she knew we were still kind of learning. And, and then we presented yeah. it in the class and she let us watch it. And um, it was it was cool. But And she, was, and she like, I don't know if she was like this with all, all the classes, but I know she was like with us. Like, she would make fun of us and she would, you know, like, talk stern when she had to be stern. But all the, that time made it a little easier to take because yeah. she was, you know, had a good personality. I think as a teacher, like you can't take yourself too seriously sometimes. I mean, like I am, you know, obviously very passionate about ceramics and pottery, but I'm not expecting my students to be. Yeah. Uh, I don't, maybe I'm imparting some skills on them. Like, you know, taking a project from, from a conception to completion, maybe, you know, planning and there's gotta be some critical thinking involved in there somewhere, but you know, I think there's like different philosophies with teaching. Like if you're like super passionate about math, um, but you just have to like the kids more than you like what you teach, I think, or you're going to be miserable. Yeah. Cause you're dealing with them yeah. for your entire life, yes. right? Yeah. Like I love ceramics, but I actually just like the kids more. Mm-hmm. Just they're fun. Do you, and do teachers have, I would imagine they do. Do they have favorite kids? Oh, for sure, yeah. for sure. Um, but they're not the kids that you would expect, I yeah. think. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I would imagine one, one like if you have a favorite kid, uh, not all the time are they good at whatever you're teaching, right? Right. right. You're just you definitely like, have kids that you like have like you, you have connections with. You're, mm-hmm. You know, you have a better relationship with. Um, but I don't know. I don't. I like I like the, all the kids. For sure. Yeah, yeah. You got to remember that they're kids still. Yeah. So. If they try and like get you mad or frustrated or whatever, like it's still a child. Yes. Yeah. 
that's that's uh they asked me the other day one of my classes they're like do you ever just go home and you're just so mad and i'm like no not really i I just don't yeah yeah well that's good do you ever like do you ever feel uh at any like do you get mad in general for anything really mad about stuff or is that just i would imagine it fits your personality really yeah yeah i mean I, i i definitely get animated but like Really mad? Yeah. No. Do you, like, you ever get mad at yourself when something isn't when you're oh, making yeah. something? I'm probably harder on myself than yeah. than anyone else is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would imagine um, you could you could make this great pot, and there's one tiny flaw in it, and yes. that's all you that's all you see. But someone else can see this amazing thing, right? I don't live with my own work very often because I can't. Yeah. So I. You know, some people get really attached to their own artwork. I do not get it. I get out of my house like I'm done. I don't want to see you again. Yeah. That's the thing. I didn't. I don't know yeah. about that. I don't even listen to myself yeah. talk on these. <laughs> so that's what I think Scott said. He was like, you don't listen at all? I go, no. He goes, you think it'd be like a coaching tool? Like you can listen like, oh, you did this or that. I was like, no, I cannot. Li- I listen to as little as I can because I got to edit it. But I can't listen. Well, to I can't think of like many cringier things than listening to like your own recorded voice. Like <laughs> it's like oh, it's like a, yeah. a special form of torture. Like oh my god, do I really sound like yeah. that? Yeah, I just let other yeah. people tell me like, hey, yes. it was good or or it sounded bad or this happened or whatever. You know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I do have to talk to you about one story that Scott Scott told me to talk to you about. He Great. said I don't know, I forget how long ago it was, but I was just with him last night, and he's like, oh, you got to talk to her about the story. Um, when he was, te- I think he said he was teaching. Oh my gosh, the panic alarm! Yeah, yes. <laughs> he said you came flying into his room like, oh. "What's happening?" Yeah, <laughs> well, and that's I think Scott and I probably have like polar opposite personalities. Yeah. He's just always like so level. Yes, and I'm never level. <laughs> and so we, I was teaching sixth grade at the time, and his room was like right next mm-hmm. to mine, and. I probably should not say this on a podcast, but I had a very different first impression of Scott. I don't think yeah. I've ever told him this, but I, I, I just I, I had a very different I had a very different first impression of him. Well, I, um, I think I mean you know had to say it if you don't want to, but I think it's fine now. I mean, there's <laughs> there's one reason like I had a very infer- different impression of my father in law. Like I I didn't think he was a cool. guy. I thought he was like a total bro, like a bro. Oh really? Like, he came to the junior high to be a- the athletic director, so I yeah, thought yeah. he was just like a sports bro, <laughs> and then. I thought that until um, he did my evaluation when he became the assistant principal. And yeah. I went in there just expecting it to be like a total blow off, whatever. Yeah. And then he started talking and I was like, whoa, he is actually smart. Um, <laughs> that, and I, I just did not like, yeah. he would always walk like right past like our rooms and just like staring straight ahead. And I kind of thought he was a jerk. But then the more I got to know him, the more I realized he was just really like focused yeah. on things. Because yeah. I'm not focused on really anything i'm always just kind of like all over the place but no so anyway so we're i'm teaching and this awful alarm just starts going off and it said something like this is an emergency intruder or something right yeah Yeah. locked down and in my head i'm thinking like this is real because they usually tell us when something like that's going to happen so my room at the junior high was connected to um the storage room and another art room the other art teacher wasn't in there she was somewhere else so i'm trying to frantically like lock all of the doors my students just look at my face and they could tell that i i don't I'm also like not calm in stressful situations. Like I completely panic. Yeah. And so this was 
a good like few minutes of this alarm going no one this was before you know you could like text your entire staff or email your entire staff and say hey disregard this you know it's not real yeah. afterwards we all got on like a group message you know so that could happen but <laughs> so uh, so then like finally after it was probably like three minutes at least and they came out and they said that was the mistake like yeah. somebody hit the alarm we didn't even know this alarm existed yeah. and I think I lost like three years off my life <laughs> while that happened. Damn. And so then like the bell rang, blah, blah, blah. So I go into his room and I'm like, oh my God, what in the world? And he's just sitting at his desk drinking his coffee. Yeah. Drinking his coffee, like no big deal. And I was like, did you know that that wasn't real? And he was like, no. <laughs> but that's, I thought, that's like, how he, he is. Like, are you like a robot? Like, are you, how, how did that not scare you? Yeah, that would terrify yeah, no, he's me. He's just really calm all yeah. the time. And yeah. I'm just kind of a spaz, so. <laughs> yeah, no, it was terrifying. It was terrifying. It's it, the way he described it. I mean, he was laughing the whole time he was telling me the story, but the way he described it sounded awful, especially yeah. like you said. If you've, it's not just a fire alarm. No, it's this person coming on saying there's an intruder in the building or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, you just hear stuff on the news, and yeah. it's always in the back of your head when you're a teacher, and it was terrifying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and nope, Scott's just drinking his coffee, like. Living his best life at yeah, his desk. Yeah, that is uh, that's I I that's interesting to hear your impression of him before you <laughs> you talk to him because I mean I I graduated with him uh, so we played football together um, and we we stayed in touch a little bit in college when he was in college um, but then we really started becoming friends um, probably better we didn't hang out in high school uh, maybe during football season a few times but. Once he started teaching, he was a coach, football coach for a while. Then I helped him coach. Then we became friends a lot. So I got to know him a little bit more. But even then, like before that, it was just this quiet kid. Like I was just, he was just quiet all the time. Uh, but then as you get to know him and he is super serious and he cares about his work and he wants to do a good job and he wants the teachers to do a good job and yes. everything, you know? So it's, he's very focused on that. And we just I'm had a discussion. Never serious. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I think that's perfect. For an art teacher. Yes. Right? Not to say yeah. everyone's zany or whatever that teaches art. Mr. Griffith, I think, was complete opposite. Like, yes. he, he never seemed... So I joked when I took over. I was like, these kids are just going to be like, does she ever shut yeah. up? You know, because he was so quiet yes. and so calm. Yeah. And I am not calm ever, yeah. very loud and... But sometimes yeah. the shakeup is good. Like, yeah. a, a difference. Yeah. A, a, a huge difference in personalities changes changes how kids are and then eventually it's just like oh this is our teacher yeah. i don't even know who mr griffith is you know like well they, that's the, the one i guess good thing is that like i only none of the kids i have now had him yeah. because you really only take like two years of ceramics maybe so he made me a mug um before he retired and it said like um i don't care how mr griffith does it this is oh, how really? i do it yeah which was really nice <laughs> that's cool i yeah it was he was such a cool dude and i yes. was so bummed when i get, didn't get into ceramics too um um because I, I liked doing it. It was yeah. fun. Uh, but he was, he made it, even though his personality just wasn't, is not yours or mine, but for whatever he did, like he was just a really good teacher. Yes, he was and a really good teacher. He made me comfortable in there for not knowing how to do any of that stuff. I came yeah. from a really small school where we barely had art class. So like coming into this, coming into Parisburg and all these different techniques and different paints and, and pencils and all kinds of stuff I had to do with freshman year. Like he just made it like really easy to do. Yeah, so he was, he's a great guy. Yeah. He really helped me like with the transition. You know, I was nervous about coming over and, and teaching ceramics full time because it was so different than yeah. what I taught at the junior high. And I was like, oh man, am I going to like this? Am I going to be able to do it? Yeah. And, and yeah, he, 
showed me everything, gave me all of his projects and all of his lessons and everything, which was super helpful. How much of that, like, did you end up using or not using or, or evolved? How, or how, first of all, how long have you been at the high school? This I, is my second year. Okay. So our, I would imagine a lot of that stuff you're still kind of deciding, am I keeping this or am Yeah, I last year whatever, was a right? transition year where I just, the kids would get really frustrated because I kept changing stuff like in the middle. I'm like, oh no, I don't want to do it this way anymore. And they're like, stop uh, moving stuff around. And <laughs> yeah. So you're still trying to find, I would imagine you're still trying to yeah, find exactly Yeah, but I feel like now it. I've been through a whole year of it and I understand more like how the class is going to flow and, okay. and how things work at the high school. Uh, so I this year I had a much better like handle on okay. what I was going to do. Uh, if there was... If there is one thing, like let's say someone says this, they want to be uh, not just an art teacher, but a teacher in general, like what would you tell them? Like, if you're trying to be a good teacher, what's something to focus on, especially your first few years? Like, is, is there something that you remember, or some something advice it gave you, or something that you think now, like, oh, I wish I would have done this, or connected with these people, or did this or that? I think you know, looking back, like when you think about the teachers that made like the most impact, you know, in your life, like you didn't always recognize it at the time, but, um, you know, they were teachers that cared about their content and they cared about their students, but they also weren't total pushovers. I think like Mm -hmm. you have to have boundaries, um, and rules. I don't know. I, it's tough because there's so many different kinds of teachers and, and and there's so many different kinds of kids, you know, like, yeah, I know it's it's uh, impossible to answer, but I just didn't know if there was something that that you do or that you've done that you felt like, oh, this this works. Nothing's working one hundred percent of the time, but this works a majority of the time. Or this this feeling I have, or give, or whatever, you know. I think you just have to really like the kids. And I told mm-hmm. myself if I stop liking the kids, then I'm not. I'm done. Yeah. You know because. I can be super passionate about pottery, um, but if I don't actually like the kids, then what's the point? Yeah, yeah. Well, well, I appreciate you coming on here. This yeah, is awesome. Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, and again, I want to be on more than Ben Marshall. So how many episodes has Ben done? <laughs> I'd have to look. I want to say yeah. four, and one of those might be the one that I had to take down. So, and I can tell you that story. I would but, love yeah. to hear that story. Yes. Um, no. So, all right. That's goals. That's goals for me. Like, yeah. I well, be... Oh, for sure. Like you, you, again, you made me feel uh, good to know. Like I always thought that I don't care what people think, but everyone says that, but they really do. And you, you really made a point like, yes, here's my community. This is what I love. I, get I mean, and I, there, right? to clarify, like I care very deeply about what my community thinks. Yes, I just yeah. don't. But they also care. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't expect like the people in my normal everyday life to care as much about. I like, they they definitely support support me. And that's that's all you need. Yeah. And that's all I need. But you really drove it home for me just having this conversation. So I appreciate that. And thank you uh, for coming on the podcast. I will, I will um, definitely have you on if your goal is to beat Ben Marshall. Yes. I'll have you on uh, more episodes. So thanks again. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thanks everybody for checking out this episode of the Nerdball Podcast. Please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you're hearing this on any of the podcatchers on YouTube. Hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. We're kind of coming at you two times a week now, audio and video. Check us out on all the social medias. Just search the Nerdball Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. We're out there. Uh, Gmail is thenerdballpodcast at gmail.com. If you want to shoot us an email, we'd be happy to get back to you. 
thanks to Real JP Multimedia, Cuttlefish Graphics, Perrysburg Junior High STEM Lab, and Big Daddy Graphics for helping out the podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.